Do you know what today is? Quit groveling. <laughs> we have reached the end of book one. Light to the Ford, chapter 12. Okay, well, I've got actually an interesting uh, uh, speculation that I'd like to bring up. Okay. Okay, so Frodo has a shard of of the Witch King of Angmar's knife in his arm that he's been carrying around, right? And right. the whole idea is that it's working its way into its, it, from his shoulder, and now it's making its way towards his heart mm-hmm. in order to kill him, to uh, make him become a wraith. Is that right. correct? Okay. So now, what? There's a few things I want to ask, but first of all, what do you think would have happened had he succumbed? You know, because the 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 Nazgul basically felt that it was a matter of time before he would have he would he would, he would succumb from his wounds, right? Mm-hmm. And then they wouldn't have to like chase him in the uh, uh, chase him. They like basically he would right. Find well, them. They, yeah. He explained that uh, Aragorn kind of seemed surprised that they they kind of disappeared after that attack on Weathertop. And so right. two, th- two things, I think, and you just alluded to one of them. For one, obviously, I don't think they, maybe they were not suspecting Isildur's heir or whatever would, would be yeah. there to, to fight them. Maybe they weren't expecting that. Inquisition. So they're like, "Oh no, let's uh, let's go back and reassess this uh, whole thing." Um, but right, but I think what you were th- you were just saying, and it was actually alluded in the text where it was like, once that like once that poison was deposited in Frodo, the ringwraiths didn't have to keep harassing them because they thought, "Oh, it's just going to work its way into his heart, and it's he's going to." to come and it's like to them it was probably like mission accomplished once that poison piece enters his heart it enwraiths him but um uh, trademark (laughs) (laughs) trademark you heard and um and i i just imagine frodo like kind of melting like his body just kind of you know you know like the at the end of yoda yeah, or at the end of um, Wizard of Oz, where the where the witch is like, "I'm melting," right? And just kind of dissolve the body. Frodo's body would just dissolve, and he would become a literal like spirit wraith. Right, but he would you would still need to like, much like the ring wraiths, where they they there's a spirit, but there's still some kind of mass there because how else would clothes like you know like their robes hang on them? Do you know what I'm talking mm. about? It's like, mad. It's magic. I I know it's magic, but but <laughs> what? Like, how do they like? They'd have to burn them. They'd have to like 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 basically strip them and then take the ring. You know, you know what I'm talking about. They would have had to take the ring. In which case, I don't think that wait, the, with the, the intention. Wait, Aragorn would have had to take the ring. If Frodo's a wraith, they would absolutely have to take the ring. But I'm thinking, why? Why else make Frodo a wraith other than to make him, from the ring wraith's perspective, right? Don't you think once he becomes a wraith, he would 
go over to the ring rates and, and just give up the ring to the ring rates. Right. But what I'm saying is, it's like, like they would, the, the hobbits and Aragorn would still have to like, would see him because like one, uh, even if they were carrying the ring, they could like, Oh, there goes the ring. There's no way that he would hide him. You know what I'm talking about? He would still be clothed. He would still be like in, in, you know, what he like, it basically is death garments. Right. Mm-hmm. But then how, how would they stop him? How, like, how would they like stop the, the Wraith Frodo from delivering the ring to the ring race? They would have to, they would have to like, like basically like grab the clothes and just grab whatever was on there. And- they put a net around him. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, how, how they, 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 um, they, they spray him with spray paint. Yeah, but 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 what I'm saying, but but this leads to the other question, right? So, had they not met Glorfindel, who slowed the like, and again, for lack of a better term, I'm called the poison, slowed the poison even more mm-hmm. to get to Rivendell to like, and it was like really touch and go. He almost faded in Rivendell, and had it not been for Elrond, he would right. have you know been been a wraith, and in which case, Rivendell. They probably could have taken care of it fairly easy, you know, like mm-hmm. perform some kind of exorcism. But out in the wilderness, like say Glorfindel didn't come up, and then you saw like like Frodo like gasping, would Aragorn like kind of have to put him out of his misery and and take the ring to continue the quest, knowing that Frodo, if he would become a wraith, would deliver the ring to uh, to yeah. Sauron, <clears throat> you know race i'm imagining a few different scenarios i mean one like frodo becomes a wraith and as a wraith he he can go purely in the spirit world so that any material frodo that used to exist his clothes his body his skeleton it just disappears or dissolves burns away right, and he right. just kind of he flies ghost-like somehow managing to still hold on to the ring because i imagine they you know the, the ring rays can wield weapons. They're, they have some way to like hold things in, in the physical world. Right. So he would, he would just, the, the, the hobbits, the company as it stands would not be able to stop Frodo from, this is just one scenario. Right. Going over the ring rays and doing as was the ring rays intention where the ring rays just recruit, little Frodo into their company as kind of a mini me. Yeah. As a mini me ring race. Well, I mean, and he can like, he could be their, he could be their, um, apprentice, bring them coffee. No, no yeah. But like, honestly, Frodo, they would have taken him to Mordor and, uh, and, and, and Sauron would have tortured him, you know, for forever right. because, you know, that's what he does. According to, point, according to our Western propaganda. Right, right. Yeah, according to the propaganda put out by <laughs> Minas Tirith. <you> know. <laughs> right. Yeah, they, 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 eaters over there. They eat babies. <laughs> I've been following Sauron on Telegram. Yeah. And I, I kind of see things from his perspective now. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've been following Sauron on Palantir and me. <laughs> But um, but I could just see I could just see Frodo hanging out at Baradour and like Fro- Fro- Frodo, where's my coffee? And he's like, here you are, sir. Yeah, he's yeah, probably shaking, like, 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 
But but my point is though, but but here's the other thing though. This is like leads me to the more interesting question, right? So it is like oh, the last minute. Wait, wait. Hold hold your interesting question for just a second. That was that was scenario A. Okay. Quickly, quickly. Scenario B is, it's kind of like that moral. You know, if you ever take like an ethics class or a morality thing, where it's like they play these uh, experience, like thought experiments, where it's like if you, let's say you're you're driving to the hospital to rescue to save the lives of ten people who are burn victims or whatever, but in order to get to the hospital in time, you have to run over a child in the road or something like. Would you sacrifice the oh, right, one right. child to save the 10 or whatever? So it would be kind of like, so plan B is the Aragorn and the hobbits kill Frodo, take the ring from him, kill like zombie Frodo. Yeah. Kill their friend in order to save the rest of mankind. That's my other, that's my other uh, scenario B. Right. Yeah, well, that, that's again, that's like the, the, the scenario that, that I was like leading to was, like okay, it's it, it's like oh, th- this guy has about like f- like three and a half minutes left. Do we stab him in the heart and take the ring, or do we take the ring off? Who of the company, the as just, it stands now, who of that group would have the present presence of mind to do that? Only Aragorn, right? Only Aragorn. I don't think the Hobbits would do that. But Aragorn again, seeing they like can't, the, they're not that far sighted. But but again though like because Aragorn killed somebody even if it's like a like it, it, with the purest of intentions the way that he acquired the ring was through a death right mm. do you think that would have opened the door to for him to be corrupted even before they got to uh, in, before they got to um, open the door for Aragorn to be corrupted yeah 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 or do you think yeah, it, I don't he would yeah, because like again, you kill this this thing, you know, this or this 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 Hobbit, mm-hmm. right? Knowing, yeah, it's like a completely ethics question, you know, right. ethics yeah, problem, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. knowing that like like, uh, I mean, how how much of a temptation do you think? I mean, you know, that, yeah. that he would. I, I agree. It's a fine line because there there's some slightly. I don't know that people have called it like the, the selfish gene or whatever. Like there's, there's an act of selfishness in self-preservation. So for Aragorn, he's, he kills Frodo as an act of self-preservation in order to save himself. And as far as he knows, humanity, middle earth. Right. right. But in that act of self-preservation, there's also a selfishness involved because he's trying to preserve himself himself too. So yeah, would that would that self-preservation act in killing Frodo segue into more selfishness for Aragorn? Like, okay, once he has the ring, hey, I'm ring bearer now, and then it becomes yeah. like like a like a an egotistical actor looking out for his own self best interest, self interest. I could see that snowballing in that direction. So good thing Frodo didn't die. Yeah, it's a good thing. But but let me f- wrap this up by saying that I don't. I think they probably would have made it to because like Aragorn has been very pragmatic and and honestly he could have taken the ring any time between, you know, like look they could have gotten like like five minutes out of Bree and he could have been like okay guys, <laughs> give me the ring or you know 
Right. Your right. life doors opens. <laughs> you know? Do you think that, do you think uh, Gandalf counseled Aragorn to leave Frodo alone and not try to take the ring from Frodo? Because, like, how much could Aragorn really know? I mean, he knows he's, like, hold it, you know, he's got Isildur's bane or whatever. He must know right. some of that history of the ring. I'm just thinking, like, Gandalf knows Frodo really well, right? And knows the, the Baggins right, right. really well. So he knows enough to be able to vouch for them and to tell his buddy Aragorn, hey, I know you're worried about this ring thing, but I got a friend. Yeah. He's a hobbit. <laughs> he just happens to be a hobbit. But you need to trust him to hold on to it for you, even though you don't know him and you know you don't know him from Adam or whatever. So it, t- it took a lot of trusting of Aragorn trusting Gandalf and Gandalf's recommendations and, and um, you know what I mean? Like it just yeah, dawned yeah, on me yeah. like Gandalf, I mean, Aragorn has no reason to trust these hobbits, not to trust them. Like they're going to dis- be deceitful, but trust them that they're even competent. You know what I mean? Like, Oh no, they're not competent. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I mean, Heaven forbid. If, if Are you kidding me? To, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you got, uh, you know, um, <laughs> like, uh, like they keep joking about, uh, you know, if I keep this pace up, I'm going to become a wraith or whatever. Like in the last oh, right. chat, like, oh, yeah. shut up. Aragorn's like, shut up. Not funny. It's not you don't funny. Know. Right. Coming a little bit un- uncomfortably close to the truth there. Right, right. No, but it's it, again. It's an interesting kind of question, but you know, again, luckily yeah. they met Glorfindel. Switching gears real quick. Yeah. When I watch a movie, I don't. I'm not usually one to think like, "Oh, well, that wasn't in the book," because usually I'm just immersed in the movie. Yeah. Right? So going back and right, reminding right. myself of how Peter Jackson dealt with this chapter. Here's poor little Frodo, almost dying, and then who should come? save him wait that's not glorfindel no no but but in all fairness there was no glorfindel in the backsheet version of of this either it was legolas that that uh met up with him right right so glorfindel like movie makers just don't like glorfindel why is that yeah yeah it's kind of like bombadil he's kind of like the elvish bombadil you know (laughs) (laughs) i mean well, Gildor is Gildor and Glorfindel. They must be related. They're like two lonely guys. Yeah, no one gives them the time of the day. But I mean, but you know, but Gildor though is kind of like I can see where they they skip that whole chapter ish. Like you know, I mean, I can see that more than I can see Glorfindel because Glorfindel played a key role in their survival. Like I mean, you know what I'm talking right. about. Obviously, a movie maker, a director, Peter Jackson, sees this opportunity to introduce um, Arwen because we need to see her and Aragorn together on screen, give them some screen time together. But, I mean, you know what, though? Liv Tyler did a really good job. No, no, no. Nothing against her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like she's an invented character. She's a real character. No, no. It's not like it's not like they invented a, a, a female elf that falls in love with a dwarf and uh, you know makes this kind of thing. Oh, 
but they will. <laughs> yeah. No, that's actually the Hobbit. So actually, can we get to that? That that would be a, a decent one. For oh wait, the yeah, that's too, that was that was, uh, <laughs> that was Peter Jackson's. That was Toriel. Which you like better? <laughs> you know what, man? I, the, I, both of like we should use like the, that that one oh, for so, the Hobbit. Oh wait, so th- okay, so this is this is uh, Rings of Power. Classic, classic, and then classic. and then any reference to the Hobbit. Okay. Yep. Okay. Not only did uh, not only did Arwen in Peter Jackson kind of save Frodo and was seemingly instrumental in healing him, you know, not Glorfindel, but Arwen. Well, I, yes, yes. Right? Again, I don't have a problem with that. Right. I mean, other than the fact that it's no. not the book. But as a movie maker, I don't, I don't know. And like I said, I didn't probably even notice it. I'm like that. Like when I'm watching a movie, I don't really notice inconsistencies with the book because I'm immersed in the movie. If, if it's a good movie, I'm immersed in the movie. Yeah. And so I don't remember this bothering me at all. No, I, I remember thinking like, oh, it's an interesting choice. Yeah, it's they, an interesting choice. It didn't, yeah. it didn't bother me though. But then right. not only that, but uh, she actually, instead of Glorfindel putting Frodo on his horse and just like commanding him to ride, like... I, I forgot that this happened, but uh, Arwen actually yeah. actually rides Frodo herself, her own damn right, self. Right. Uh, well, I can tell. Pro- I mean, he, she's I, a protectress of a sort. Right. But I can hazard a guess why they had her do had had her do that. Because she needed was, to be a strong woman. No, no. Okay. I think it could have been anybody. I think because of the the choice that they made. With Frodo being completely incoherent, unlike he was in the book, where he was just, you know, mm. like he couldn't move his arm, like right. he can't he can't ride a horse. So they had to get to the ford quickly somehow. Well, so in, whether, in the book, it's explained that um, you know Glorfindel's horse has he's a special horse, and he won't let you fall. Right, but Frodo was also was also conscious and 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 was had his uh, faculties about him. You know what I'm saying? So he right. was able to, yeah. he was able to like say, you know, go, you know, go back to the land of Mordor and follow me no more. Yeah. You know, and, he was, and he, he was, was less out of it in the book. Yeah. And this way, and again, like what, what Peter Jackson did with um, Frodo and this was like, he was completely like, like essentially he was, he was being drained. In, he was, zo- in he was real- zombie Frodo. Yeah, he was zombie Frodo for you know, like, like right. he was carrying poison, and and so it would have know, actually so, right. And I think, it, go ahead, sorry. No, no, no. But but I think that that the choice that they made had nothing. Like it was more of a practical choice. It could it would if it would have been Glorfindel in it, it, rather than Arwen, it would have been Glorfindel riding, like you know, taking him right. past the ford. You know, right. Um, no, I mean, I mean it, yeah, in this case, as a, they, they as a film, it actually, as a film, it probably would have looked kind of silly. Um, you know, pardon to Tolkien, you know, this might be sacri- sacrilegious, but um, to have Frodo be bouncing around in a, just him and, a, and Glorfindel's horse, as Glorfindel's horse, like, gallops along down the trail, 
and Frodo's just kind of bouncing along like a sack of potatoes on his horse, it probably would have looked slightly comical. And this, yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean. And this seems but also, to be though, more, a little bit more cinem- cinematic. Yeah, yeah, cinematically this works. But the thing is, like, even like he didn't send him on his way on his horse until they were actually inside of the Ford. They wasn't like, hey, we got to you know do a Christopher Cross and you know ride like the wind. And uh, um, you I know, wish I had that drop. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit man. that in. It was a, it yeah. was a drastic, I mean, as far as it went, it was fairly drastic change to put Aro in here, but I guess I approve yes. of the choice. I approve of the choice because Liv Tyler did a good job. And yeah. as a movie, you need to kind of economize your characters, and um, you know what I mean. You can't have a thousand characters in a movie, yeah. and you, and in order but, to give Aro and her screen time to uh, to build herself as a character and her relationship with Aragorn, et cetera. Look, look, if they would have handled little miss, little miss thing, uh, Galadriel in rings of power. <laughs> thank you. The way that they handled, uh, uh, Arwen, it would have mm. been like, Oh, here's this legitimately mm-hmm. strong character. Right. Who has femininity about her mm. that, you know, like, again, through virtue of being an elf, was able. Wait, to did you see my eyebrows? Nah. Okay, there you go. Sweet. So, they make it to the Ford. Yeah, right? and he and uh, he doesn't become a ring wraith after all. Right, Aragorn does not have to kill Frodo in order to take. Aragorn the ring, doesn't so. have to kill Frodo, nor do the ring wraiths get a uh, free uh, indentured servant. To uh, bring them coffee in in Barador. 